0: How are you, gang? You doing great? You look well. Did you lost weight? I think you have. Anyways, I'm Steve Baslone. You're listening to another episode of Terribly Funny, the podcast where I talk to funny people about terrible things that have happened to them. I think you see how I came up with that title. I never claimed to be a smart man, friends. Uh, But you know who is a smart man? Our guest today, he's a fantastic writer and a, and a lovely guy, uh, and a new friend. His name is Stephen Falk. He's written on a ton of things that you love, like Weeds, like Orange is the New Black. But right now, he is currently in production uh, the, uh, for the third season of what I consider to be one of the boldest, most interesting, and funny shows on television. You're the worst. Uh, and if you haven't watched it, it's fantastic. Go watch the first two seasons so you can be all caught up and be as excited for the third season as I am. Um, but Stephen was nice enough to sit down and chat with me about a bunch of things, about divorce, about uh, moving on, about getting older, and a little bit about the show. So if you're a real, you're the worst head, which I assume is the name of the the, the diehard fans. Um, you'll get some some little some little treats in there as well. But beyond just the great content of this episode, man, oh man, does this guy have a deep voice and a, and just like such dulcet tones. Um, and I also happen to have a deep voice. So if you like deep voices, boy, are you going to be boner this whole episode. Uh so deep voices and a smart man, him, not me, talking about interesting things. Ooh, what an episode. Uh but I'll stop talking so you can get to somebody more interesting. Here it is, gang, Stephen Falk.
1: No only you only you
0: Are you making your days you're like twelve hour days? Mostly? <sighs> yeah, yeah. That's good. Well, I mean there's still long days, but Brutal, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's 10 or 12 uh,
1: episodes, uh-huh. 13. Okay, so I was wrong, yeah. <laughs> neither, <laughs> yeah, 58. What when I got that first call sheet said so one of 58 days, oof, it's like wow, that's,
0: that's a lot, okay, that's a lot, yeah. that's a lot, it's five shoots right? Yeah, yeah, 24 is just, just and then I like I'm idea. still writing, and then I'll
1: soon be editing,
0: and I have no help, yeah, so none. You don't have anybody, you don't have like a, as somebody you put in the edit room to like just really polish it before you get in there. That's yeah, a lot of work. My editors. I yeah.
1: Mean, I, you know, the director, I often throw out their cut,
0: but I only have
1: one director this year. Oh, really? That's yeah. good.
0: And you're doing the other ones? Yeah. yeah. That's nice for just like continuity.
1: It's like great. Yeah. Continuity. And yeah. She's, um, and she's great and she's been on
0: set the whole time That's this good. year. I've never had anyone on set with me like that. And she's. It's nice just to have it. that, so you can walk yeah. away and you know that someone, like the jokes are being hit or whatever, just like to kind. Yeah, I
1: mean, I can't really like. Th- there's, I when I when I've not been there, I was not there for one day because we had to go to Florida this past season, and I didn't like what what right. happened. And still, I have to be there every take. I'm like, all right, to tell them right. this. Thing. And I let her go and tell them. But the actors still come to me. It's a whole thing. Sure.
0: Anyway, yeah. everything's fine. Well, they know. They know <laughs> who's at the top of the food chain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and cozy <laughs> up to that. It's very, yeah. It's, yeah. Very, it's very clear. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. To um, so I don't know if how much you've heard this or listened or are familiar with it at all, but the idea was, I just kind of started it as like, eh. You remember when... Um, like Tignataro's thing that like the Largo thing that went like very big it was just like it was just her talking kind of earnestly I mean, yep. no jokes in there but right. was, like, I feel like it was such like it went so big because it was just like oh wow here's somebody being earnest right and not just like making fun of it or being sarcastic all the time right so it's that kind of ideal like to create something where people who usually aren't earnest much in life can okay. actually talk about things that are like maybe difficult okay because um, I feel like when I was like going through divorce or going through illness or going through my mom, these people come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, I had this experience. And I'm like, right. oh, I never knew this. Yeah, yeah. I've known you for 15 years. Yeah. And like I sat down with uh, a friend of mine, this, this uh, actress, Casey Wilson, last week, and I've known her for nine years, yeah. and I knew that her mom died, but I never knew the right. particulars of it. And yeah. we just like, talked about it for like an hour. When she like, was young, fun, right? right? was like 22 or 23 yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like that's the kind of thing you're never going to talk about like at a party right. like while you're having a cigarette at a bar it's not right. that kind of shit so yeah. it's just like it more than anything it's just like oh I get to talk to friends about things right yeah um, so that's the general idea okay that's cool the we're in a baby
1: group together at KC and no? oh yeah Yeah. I that's mean, nice Casey and uh
0: and um Dave, Dave. yeah they're good yeah. they're good yeah. they're good folks yeah they seem nice yeah they're very lovely and that, that kid is cute looks like a yeah such a little, little old man yeah. 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 yeah 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 he's really <laughs> great okay cool so that's the idea. Um, I don't know. What do you got? <laughs> what, what, what happened to me? <laughs> yeah, what happened to you? I've heard some stories about the, uh, just because I've heard a lot of things trickle down from Lauren about, yeah. like, she said you have an interesting tale of your. I don't know if this is what you want to get into, but the, uh, the tattoo, <laughs> yeah, uh, a commemorative um, tattoo, which I was thinking about doing for a very long time, like, oh, yeah. I thought about doing it after my surgery, Yeah, and then I thought about doing, like, Lauren and I were going to get, like, joint tattoos like, oh, to boy. commemorate, we never did that, yeah. but it was like, the idea seemed nice, yeah. I have always pussied out of it, but, you know, I like the idea. Yeah, the idea, yeah, I got, I got this tattoo, which was my first
1: of two, but, and so, I like, it's dumb. There's something very dumb about it. There's something very I, I embarrassing. it's a cool tattoo. It's a cool tattoo. Yeah. There's something uh, embarrassing about commemorating things in ink on your body. I think it's yeah. kind of embarrassing. Um, well, I, I don't like displays of... like. Right. That's why something like this makes me uncomfortable, because I feel like people go who I know go and listen to it, and, and then... They know things about you that you haven't told them? <laughs> yeah, know things, and also... I mean, I think this is why, ultimately, I... I, I was a good actor, but I probably wasn't maybe a great actor because there's some weird kind of, like, um, non-showy... Like, part of me that's always embarrassed about, like, la da la da la Yeah. And shit like that. Like, oh, you got a fucking ampersand on your wrist to commemorate the day you got divorced. Yeah. Which I did... But it's it's just it's kind of a cheesy symbol. Like I would kind of if, if someone wrote it in a script, I would go, "It's kind of on the nose." Right.
0: Like, but that's interesting because, like, unto itself, for you, it meant something to you. It's just like the thing that makes it cheesy is that you've seen other people do it, who you think are kind of yam bags. That's so probably that's true. why you like feel like I'm doing this thing that other people do, and I'm not a fan of those people. Probably, and I think like, and even when I did it, which
1: I don't remember what year it was, though I should. I feel like it was it was at least six years ago. I feel like not everyone had a tattoo right. or like tons of tattoos, yep. and now I was just at fucking like uh, Gelson's in in Silver Lake, and I was just sure. like, yeah, tattoos are not. Anything anymore? They're not even interesting. But yeah. yes, okay. So it's something. Yeah, but I got it on the day I, I my divorce was officially signed, which was not
0: super fun. Did that feel cathartic though to do that, or was it just like you were in a place of like uh, f- f- devil may care, or like?
1: I mean, probably. Lucky. I think I think there was something nice about the idea that I that my choices were now a hundred percent my own again. Right. Um, like. My ex-wife was very adamant. Uh, actually, made me promise not never to get like a motorcycle. Sure, uh, which I really always because I had a, I had a Honda Elite 50 when I was in high school. That's cool. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Oh my god! It was like it was a chick magnet, but only in so much that girls would love riding on it. Well, and I would drive them to see like dudes they they wanted sure, to they sure, hang sure. out. Yeah, uh, but you know, but I still got their their arms around me for a minute. Hey man, you take what you can get. You take what you can get, you and get um, so I went out and got a Vespa again, again. cheesy and dumb. sure, it's just I like I love it though. It's like it's, it's parked Vespa and
0: Ducati are just they're basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. But that's nice, like, just taking something back and feeling well, it is right? and freedom.
1: And I think, and, and I know, I remember, because we went through, a, it was a slow, very slow d- divorce process. And I remember seeing her make decisions, because we were kind of sharing the house still, like, right. coming, like, trading off. That feels not complicated at all. No, it, but, and, and I would see decisions she was making that I was like, oh, she's reclaiming her independence from me and there was a tiny part of me that could appreciate that or at least uh, and like or or see it and hate it
0: Uh, but 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 be aware of it well resentful just because of probably the circumstances and the situation and you're like it is that is a tacit reminder that we are done but also like oh i want that that's probably like where a little bit of the the kind of resentment comes from right
1: sure i mean i think i think when when you go through something like that um and you see, you see the, your ex, your ex like spread their wings. Mm-hmm. There is a sense of well, why y- you could have done that. Yeah, you could have spread your wings with. I me. wasn't clipping
0: you. I don't. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that kind of. Maybe I'm. I'm projecting this onto myself, but I'm yeah. like feeling like that I was hindering you. Oh yeah, it's yeah. terrible.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that that seems exactly, that seems to happen a lot. I mean. I certainly was aware of it with many, like a bunch of exes. So, so, so that impressed upon me. Then, well, maybe I am a wing clipper. I don't right. mean to be, or may, or maybe, maybe I'm a um, unconscious wing cl- clipper. In other words, right. my presence causes people to relax or other parts of themselves, or forget about other parts of themselves.
0: Mm. What does I don't that, know what do that is. for you? I mean, is that when you had to like take a look at that, did you change anything about? Well, I don't know what it forward? is. I would be happy. To well, you know. have a booming voice. Maybe that's it's very very sultry. It's yeah. just, it's a very dulcet sound. You as well. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's inherently what it is. We should it's, we should do, do like decibel. we should just do radio yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. We should just narrate shit mm-hmm. together. I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> um, well, that's interesting. So did that, you're in another relationship now, did that yeah. like change anything moving forward or just kind of like, well, whatever it is. You been getting divorced or that, or that realization? That realization, is there something like intrinsic in me on a subconscious level that somehow like serves as a, uh, a, a muzzle to people?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm certainly aware of it. God, I hope that's not true. I don't think it's true um, because I'm very much, I, I'm very much like, go do your like, do do yeah. your your shit. Like I would never be like, oh, you're going out tonight. I, right. I know, but I need attention. Yeah, I'm like, please go do your shit. Like, yeah. like she has gone on jobs for months at a time, and um, I'm like, great, go do that, have fun.
0: That's really nice. Yeah. That feels like a good relationship. Yeah. Well, now we have a kid, so that that's less of a thing. Yeah, you yeah. better stay at home, woman. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. well, that's good. Lay down the I feel like uh, that is kind of inherently the person. I'm not a jealous person by any means, but I felt like uh, with my ex, who's your friend Lauren, um, <laughs> for a while, like I feel like we be kind of became a little codependent and meshed because I was sick for so long. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like I we had like not a like an even give and take because I was like in the position of being a patient Right. A lot. Yeah. so like when then she would go off and do things I'd be like but I can't do them when I want to do them yeah. and it like became this very I think that kind of fed into like a little bit of an unhealthy give and take right well what was my take which would keep her from doing things because she felt bad um, I think I mean I don't think it was i think sometimes it was i think it was more than just like when she would do it i would have feelings and then we'd have to talk about them and right she'd be like do you realize i need to do this and it's like yes i know i know yeah, this yeah. is just what i'm talking to more is like the yeah. fact that i am resentful that i can't do these things right um, that's really tough it was an interesting experience So, but it's like now i'm like when i move forward i'm trying to be cognizant of that and make sure that like i am just trying to get in something that's 50 50. right I don't know how to do and, it.
1: and are you guys divorced now
0: oh no, yeah, now? Yeah, yeah officially yeah, officially, yeah you officially, you are, divorced, I have so many friends in
1: various stages of that that I can't forget. I, yep. I forget who's in what, <laughs> what, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: what stage. It's hard to keep track. It's really hard, man. Everyone's um, having kids are getting divorced. Yeah, that's that's the new phase. It is, yeah. Um, I had a question for you that totally flew out of my brain. Yeah. So it was probably really good. Divorce, uh clip and Wings, clip Vespa. Wings, how cool Vespa. is the Vespa? Oh, I don't know. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Um, is there a part of you when you said like, you know, your ex moved on and started to like spread her wings more? Yeah. Was, I had this feeling uh, initially, and I think it was just a little bit just like mourning the dissolution of a relationship in general as a a partnership, but like I know when Lauren started to do like, we just split up like right as she was like kind of blossoming. Right. And it felt like a little bit like well, we we planted all these seeds together. Yeah. I worked in this garden with you, yeah. and it's like it was not that I was like besmirching her what was happening to her. It was more of just like I I wanted to be a, I wanted to be like a teammate for you guys. Yeah. Like I wanted to be a part of it because we worked on it together. Sure. So it was like a little bit of. I mean, it's just like projecting resentment over losing something that you're a fan of. Yeah, I mean, I guess the alternative though is
1: that your ex withers and which is not, great. and you and you go, well, oh, good. I'm glad I don't have to be there <laughs> to support that. Yeah, um, or, or they or they stay the same. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot that she has gone on to do, including get married and have a kid, which we had planned to do. Yeah. Um, we did the marriage part, but did, we're, we're going to have a kid. That was really tough. I found, I learned, and this was years later, but I learned that she... <laughs> uh, so, um, to tell the story, I was in New York working on a show um, for NBC with... with um, with my current partner Mm -hmm. Um, she was also on the show we we basically moved to new york
0: this was this was i think right you're there right before before i moved to new york for a show what show did I was on mean? Michael J. Fox. This was the, oh, yes. the uh, next caller. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is
1: an NBC show that that is short lived. How do you, uh, non lived. Non lived. Still. I born. saw the
0: pilot, though. It was a great pilot. It was a, it was a good pilot. I wouldn't say great. but um, Well, it was a great pilot for like, people told me that if I saw the log line on the show, I'd be like, mm. and then I yeah. saw the pilot. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. It was much better than you would think yes. a, 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 a Dane Cook video A, Dane, a Dane, Dane, Dane Cook
1: radio show yeah. would be. Absolutely not. A, obviously, I did not design it as a Dane Cook vehicle, but no, that was um, your dream <laughs> to do a Dane uh, Cook radio show. Um, uh, so yeah, so anyway, so we're out there. I think, I, I think, uh, I think she was not out there yet because I was writing, mm-hmm. and she she only came for production. Anyway, I so the apartment that we got was on Second and Second above a um, Russian vodka bar It sure. stayed open every night until four and then they're after hours like drunk jams. sounds great and literally the bed was like like right above (laughs) like it was one of those brown so you go you go up or down down is is uh, vodka up is our apartment yeah it sounds restful it was great uh so um every day you know the the, the women who ran it would be like oh Steven you must come to you know I I am singing uh, I I am singing traditional songs tonight you must come you must come I was afraid eventually they were going to like stop like taking in my mail or whatever my packages so I went with my friend who was one of the writers on my show who had moved out from and anyway so I knew that my ex and her boyfriend were having a barbecue because my friend's girlfriend who was back in LA was invited So anyway, so my friend Frank said, Steph is going to a barbecue at Pam's house. Um, And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, Fun. So it's like 11 at night. We're drinking vodka and listening to, um, what what kind of Russian music do they do? Russian folk music. Let's just call it Russian folk music. And he keeps getting texts from, from Stephanie back in L.A., Finally she's like, Call me and I and, and he's like, I, I something must be wrong. So he goes outside, comes in and he looks really fucked like like he's like sheet white and I'm like, oh shit, are you okay? What happened? He's like, Yeah, um you know, uh, the barbecue at Pam's house, um, it's actually a surprise wedding. Oh and shit. I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. But I was like, Okay, like okay. that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I right? That wow, that's a little bit of a blow, but okay. Okay, that, that. and he said uh and uh she's uh three months pregnant. Oof. Yeah. It's the double whammy. Man. That was the hard that yeah. was the hard part because we had planned, you know, we had a plan like you do when you get married. Sure. You you make you talk about what the plans yeah. are and we had one and uh so to hear that and that's a, yeah, that was that was tough. So I then put it
0: in my show, uh, Right, the finale. Um, season one, right? Yeah, to a couple had a surprise. Uh, were, we're pregnant. Now, did that, <laughs> doing that, did that, like... Because you're in, like, an interesting position where you can take, like, these things that happen in your life. I mean, I guess a lot of people are in some capacity. Yeah. I have to a certain degree, but I don't have yeah. the same level of autonomy. Did that feel <laughs> cathartic to do that? Or was that just, like, this is fucking weird. It's a good story, but this is weird. Like, now I'm planning, basically, this yeah. thing that was very complicated for me.
1: It was... You mean to... to? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To shoot it. Yes, absolutely. But... um it, that is a uh, power, but you know we're we vampires. We steal. For so sure. it, while it was meant as a tiny fuck you, mm-hmm. um, it, it more just was a a, a good story point. Yeah. And no way, no in, in no sense that I try to like fashion that character after. Right. Completely different and right. and, and uh, not the same at all. But you know, yeah, the, you you want
0: your ex to watch that and go, oh, huh. uh, okay, cute, yeah. Real cute <laughs> real cute that's nice that's, I guess I had funny. that coming but cute yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. is that is that a thing now that you're like always cognizant of because like what season two dealt with a lot of uh, depression yeah more or less yeah. is that like now that as you go through life are you like as you said like vampire and are you always like trying to mine or is this something well I guess what was the impetus for that is that something that you dealt with in your past because it oh. felt very earnest yeah in a way that I think I or like the show specifically is that like there's two characters that are on the surface are maybe not the most likable, mm-hmm. but like you root for them so intrinsically because there's st- such a vulnerability and uh, um, I don't know just there there's no bullshit there's no right. pretense to them it's just like yeah. you kind of what you see is what you get so it's really interesting to see going beyond that
1: yeah well what I mean the the I'll speak to the depression but but. What I find about the characters and it's incredibly um, narcissistic of me to say, but like but I, like I was watching them do a scene the other day and I was I was feeling that I was just watching them going, God, they're such a good couple mm. these two characters yeah. that I created just because they uh, yes, they're both shitheads, you know, quote unquote but. What I, what I find sort of the more, most harrowing thing about relationships is the fear of judgment, right? About they will find out some little thing about you that you haven't foreclosed, uh, dis- right. foreclosed? Is that the
0: Disclosed? word? Disclosed? Disclosed. Yeah.
1: Before. Um, and, the, and, you, and that part of you will be rejected or shamed. Right. Right? That, I think that's something that and these are two characters who, by eliminating that, really frees them to um, to be completely free with mm-hmm. each other. And I think that's what people respond to in the characters in their relationship yeah. is that. And and for for Gretchen, she doesn't she doesn't have experience with that. She has experience with growing up the good kid and having to hide herself from her parents. So. So she ends up lying a lot and, right. and hiding parts of herself, and doesn't quite trust that she will not be rejected. So, for me, the ultimate you know skeleton in the closet would be an illness of some sort, right. and and no one is going to um, feel for a character who walks away from an ill partner, yeah. right? But or threatens to, or is on the verge of. Um, But I thought that a mental illness would be something that would be very complicated for both partners, particularly when the the sufferer is saying is saying go, yeah, go away, get out of here, and repeatedly. I mean, first first hiding as as she does, and then when when Jimmy will not let her hide, actively says go go even go be with someone else, but stop. Stop asking when I'm going to be whole again. Or right. Stop expecting me to be whole again ever because I don't know if I ever will. And um, depression is is uh, not something I suffer from mm-hmm. or have ever. And and to the to the point that I find it incredibly baffling. Sure. The disease. I I don't understand it at
0: all. I think for a long time I still. I mean my awareness. Uh, My understanding of it is still, I think, just relatively shallow because I've dealt with it with some family members and with, you know, in-laws and things of that nature. But it's still until, like, it's in your home, I feel like it's a different thing. Or until, like, you feel... I felt like I've had low-grade depression, but that's been... um, Due to things. Yes, it's a thing. It's not, like, a chemical imbalance. It's just, like, something... Yeah, I'm I'm, as a catalyst. That. Yeah, and then just like you can't shake it or don't want to, but right. just like until you see like how it like chemically, yeah. it's a whole different different thing. It's hard to wrap your mind around it.
1: Yeah, and I, and I, I really couldn't, and I but I, I do have experience with it mm-hmm. with, with people I know and, and love and um and and also just becoming aware of it in the artistic community, which is, it's a, it's widespread. Yeah, there is it more widespread. I would probably say yes. Because I think, you know, whether it's causation or not, but, you know, I think, I think though, I, I do think depressed people tend to be uh, attracted to the arts. Sure. Um, and uh, um, Or it slash are more willing than to talk about it. Right. So I think, so it, it could be endemic or... or but anyway, um, I thought it would be... I, I just thought it was something that, that I wanted to know more about and wanted to explore and would fit... As an ultimate test for a relationship, right? Um, and you know, and it's something I think that I, I I can I can get a glimpse of, and also I can I can understand that I would probably be not very good at handling it as a partner.
0: Yeah, I think it would be incredibly difficult, especially if the story that you crafted, somebody's saying, like go away. I know, like, yeah. in, when I was. Very sick. I said similar things. It was never like as forceful, like get the fuck out. But it was wasn't like a Harry and the Henderson punch in the face. Right. Go. Yeah. It was more of just like a. Uh, I would totally understand. Like you are young, you have life to live. Yeah. This is my burden. Yeah. You don't need to shoulder this. Oh my god. And
1: I. I can't. I, and yeah, I mean, likening it to a uh, health uh, illness, um, I think is apt. And I, I think I would probably also not be great dealing with that I think yeah. your, your situation would have probably been very hard I know very little about it but but just it's fucking tough to see someone you love go through something but also it's fucking but then it's also kind of strips you of your your um, your ability to be, to be the subject in your own story yeah in a way and 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 the the, the accompanying guilt that you're Fine, And also that you don't want to fucking deal with it. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I have a... I also have a, a sense. And I think I got it from my mom. Of just like... Just suck it up. And you know...
0: For sure. And that generation tends to do that. My dad is the same way. And yeah. I, and there's a lot of that in me. Yeah. And if, it's like a lot of times I feel like it serves well. And other times like, oh no can't suck this up. I need to like actually see there's a real problem. I should probably deal with it. Yeah. And, and, but, but I'm,
1: but, but I, I think by exploring it, I was also trying to help myself wrap my brain around the fact that not everyone can just suck it up because always in the back of my mind, I'm still like, if I had that shit, I'd be like, I'd still be like doing shit. Yeah. I'd still be like, I, I, I wouldn't lie in bed. That's yeah. for lazy people. Yeah. Like, that's what a bullshit thing. Yeah, pull yourself up, man. Like, yeah, like I fucking get up at five in the morning mm-hmm. so I can get work in before I spend time with my infant daughter yeah, before I go to work for twelve hours. That's intense. <laughs> but, but I'm like, I'm like, yeah, fucking suck it up, people. And yeah. then I hear, you know, uh, someone complaining about, I don't know, some some bullshit. But at the same time, then I'm aware of. I'm always aware of like, like seven-year-old kids mining diamonds in Sierra Leone. Like, yes. That's way shittier than um, I'm complaining because I don't get a jib arm that day because we're over budget. But
0: also think like if they had a jib arm, they would be able to mine probably. <laughs> they'd be able, be able to get a shit ton of well, diamonds. Well, at least they'd get a really beautiful view of it. Which is something, man. Just be a, get a bird's eye perspective see
1: where to see what it Yeah, and they could like, like come down, or. come off, like off the diamond yeah. sparkling oh, and then pull out. And see, like, seven-year-olds mining that shit. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. it be like an Indian
0: crime. Yeah. But in <laughs> totally. America. Yeah. Um, in terms of, so, like, you... This, getting back to, like, the, the divorce. And yeah. The, and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the tattoo and the catharsis of that. Yeah. Like, in that, even though it was uh, hard and perhaps, like, you know, paved the path to maybe the show that you're working on right now and, like, also the relationship you're in, like, was there a moment in doing that where, like... Yeah, the tattoo specifically was like, well, this is like a ridiculous thing. And if you're like able to laugh at it. Where's the levity in like yeah, getting well, out of something that was very complex?
1: I think the levity is, comes later. Like I, I look at I think um, photo booth on the Apple was pretty new back then. Sure. So yeah. I was taking a lot of them. Yeah. Now I don't ever I've think that. that for like years. what the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah. There's a lot of like super, super depressed like I look horrible. Mm-hmm. And I think back specifically. I was so I would moved out of the house. I was living in a sublet in a part of town I hate, which is like on Fairfax down from the Lemley Five, like near Fountain. Sure, sure. Like I could walk to that movie uh-huh. theater and did. That's awesome. one nice thing. But then being the able to walk the to again, a movie yeah. theater, yeah. yeah, couldn't park anywhere. Oh, no, that air is terrible. Yeah, so I would drive, I would come and, home. And a light on the weekends, too. Oh, my God. And so I was staying in this little apartment, which had a desk very much like this, which is where I, I fell in love with work tables for, for, I mean, for, for desks. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I was in this apartment, and I remember specifically a f- certain friend of mine coming over, and... And I was like, I was writing, I was watching football, I was smoking cigarettes, I was outlining self-help books because I thought we were going to get back together. Oh wow. So I thought we were just taking a two month break. Sure. That was the plan. Yeah. I move out, we take a two month break, we get back together. And at the end of the two months she said, nah, I don't
0: want to get back together. That's fascinating. What what was the outlining like? Just going through like- Highlighting. Highlighting. like Highlighting passages of like self-help books.
1: And he came over, and I saw the look on his face of like, <laughs> "Oh no, oh, oh this is dark." Wow. And but I, re- but I also remember thinking, "What? Everything? Like I'm fucking just powering through this. I'm like, doing the stuff I need to do. Look at me. I'm highlighting. Fine. I'm smoking lighting. cigarettes, so I'm alive." I wrote
0: a, I wrote like, I wrote, I wrote a spec. Uh huh. Have you back gone back and revisited that? No. Yeah, that might be interesting. It might
1: be. It might be interesting. Um, I, like. And I also remember one day, I knew what time it was. I knew what time my therapy, I started therapy. I knew Mm -hmm. what time my therapy appointment was. And I, and still I miss, like, I just, I forgot about it while I knew about it. My appointment's at three. I better take a shower to get ready to go. And then it was four. Yeah. And I was like, I just missed that.
0: But, and I'm never late, I'm never late to anything. Well, that speaks to like all the shit that you're probably, your mind's on a hyperdrive trying to like process something that you, clearly, if you were highlighting self-help yeah. books, because like, I could be wrong, but you don't seem like a self-help book kind of guy. No. So like that is like, you're really trying to process something that is totally foreign to you. I, I was, tr- yeah, I was trying to, trying
1: to, trying to fix something yeah. that I didn't know was unfixable. Right. And, um, it was, yeah, it was a really... I think back at that time, you know, wasn't that? I mean, it was long ago, but I was not twenty-one, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I there there was not a lot of awareness then, but looking back now, I can absolutely laugh at it and um, and write a uh, write to it. And I, I did write about it specifically, but it was a screenplay that no one's seen. That's most screenplays. That's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah, and screenplay. I mean, fuck. Fucking screenplays are really long, so they're so long. It's so long. It's like a joy to do it to get paid forty five. And like now what? Yeah, you have to write another forty five of these fuckers. Well,
1: and then you have, then then you even just editing it, it's like it's hundred twenty
0: pages. Uh huh. Like
1: no, it's supposed to be twenty. A script is like 27, 28 pages. Come that's on.
0: A, yeah. That's a dream. Yeah. Anyway, um...
1: yeah. So uh, I I I do have a certain perspective on it now, but I certainly. Like, Facebook had just started, and I remember, like... Oof, that's a bad time to be going through it. Today. Yeah, I remember
0: just, like, um... Was it Facebook? Yeah, I guess it was Facebook. Like, It was, like, look, seven years ago. Seven, eight years ago. I was really starting to get into the Hollywood ether, at least.
1: I guess so. And, like, like becoming friends with girls... Like, just mm-hmm. random girls I thought were cute. Sure. You have that level of...
0: Which I wouldn't even... around. God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's yeah. You know. Yeah, there's there's like a period where that feels it like feels something. Cause you're just feeling. I feel feelings. That's even if it's kind of empty, it's like a little bit of a distraction. You know?
1: Oh, it was incredibly empty. That yeah. that stuff, that stuff, yeah, yeah, that stuff. Because that's not what you wanted, and, and you even threw a big party, and you got and people gave you presents. Like I felt like such a fucking um, failure on that. Like like yeah. I should return your your pans, but I don't own them anymore
0: yeah they're not in my house yes yeah yeah that's a weird thing right yeah but I'm, I'm sorry thanks for the yeah, but I don't think anybody really cares about that that's just like you because you feel like uh, you feel like maybe this is too strong or but to a certain degree you feel like a failure oh yeah so no, it's not as strong it's Yeah, true. well I mean it depends on where you know like it, it's things happen uh, you yeah. can't control that but like if you I've, you feel like a failure to some degree and you're like yeah. well this is you were supporting me and I let you down in some degree, even though yeah. you were not that invested. Yeah. These pans are yeah. a reminder of yeah. how you supported me at one point.
1: Well and it and it feels it feels fraudulent in re, in retrospect somehow. Right. Like like, oh yeah, I remember that, that great big party I, I and those bows
0: I made in front of all of you? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess not so much.
0: Yeah. 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 It's a bummer. That's just the simplest way <laughs> to say it. You said something I thought that was interesting, and I wonder if you have any uh, more of an understanding of this now, like trying to fix something that is unfixable. And I feel like mm. that is such a shock the first time that you come up against something like that. Right. Because previously, like, I feel like I'm woven from a similar cloth. Like You just power through and you can yeah. fix things yeah. to some degree. Right. And at one point, you get to a thing that's unfixable, and you d- it just feels like the molecules in your body are being torn apart because like but this should I should be able to figure this out
1: yeah I mean I think relationships are like math in a way in that when they get really complicated I look at them and I just my brain shuts down because because they're, they're, I should be able to fix it with my my, my right. brain power right and I don't even understand it anymore. And things have gone so wrong that that that, that the the path to a solution isn't even isn't even apparent, uh, let alone available. Right. Like like a giant tangle of cords, you know. Um, the worst thing. And and there and you know the problem with the relationships is there, there, there's two people in, in it mm-hmm. and. Problems that are just uh, uh, mine, I can solve. But when, when, but the other person has to be willing to. Right. And that uh, that's I think that's a frustrating thing. That that's something that I look back on with with resentment. That I was not aware that there was no actual true desire to fix it. Right. Maybe there was at a time, but there then there was a certain cutoff period. What I which I wasn't made aware of. Right. And that's the, that's the part of me that feels like a fool that I was highlighting those books Yeah,
0: and, you know. Well, I mean, like, but even just to play devil's advocate from your ex-wife's side, maybe there is an intention of like, we'll, we'll get to this place. And then once you step outside of that, like, we have, you have separation. Yeah. Like, actual, literal separation. Right. It's like, oh, this is not, this feels more, this feels more right, this distance. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean. But being on the other side of that is shit. <laughs> right. I mean perhaps I, I
1: you know there's just there's there's things about it that I think will always be unresolved for me right. and I've certainly talked to her since and, but we haven't like sat down with a whole lot of um, perspective or taken a long car trip together Yeah, uh, <laughs> it helps to, to sort of unpack it all okay. which I would probably be interesting but it's probably not something I, I would ever want to do right um, so it, it remains like this um it remains this, you know, unproduced screenplay that that mm-hmm. that God, you, you're you're really interested how it
0: would read these, these days, yeah. but it would probably be a mess. And yeah, they tend to be. Yeah, it's, it's more of just it's more of just like a vomiting process, right? Like getting this kind of yeah to a degree like poison out on a page. And does yeah. this feel better now? Yeah, yeah, I
1: yeah I don't I don't know I I. I, I yeah, it's it's it remains a mystery, and that and that's frustrating. And, and and you know, you say illness, death, illness, death, and, and divorce. And I think certainly, um, with a parent di- mm. dying, there's a there's a similar unfinished narrative that
0: is that is quite
1: frustrating.
0: Yeah, I think so because that it feels like, um, I mean, this stories never end but it feels like that story was stopped before you got to say so right yes and that's incredibly frustrating yeah you're okay with it you're okay with the narrative stopping if you're like well I want this to end now but when you don't get intrinsic say in that yeah it's that's what it feels like it's um, it's just left dangling and that's really this is the way yeah. I wanted it to go and this right. is the way it's supposed to happen yeah and so yeah no
1: it's it's tough Stuff she she also lived like on my route home. I would pass by her apartment. That sounds great. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, it would be nice to like have that kind of experience where you get divorced and then someone moves out of state. Yeah.
0: And, isn't, nice and has country. no online presence. <laughs> so you're a Mennonite who just like moves to like another area. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: rather yeah. than someone who is easily Twitter-able yeah. and, uh, and whose house and you know if they're home or not every yeah.
0: time you come home from work. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, but is there like a, a certain like uh, a Zen quality that comes along with now understanding that certain things are unfixable? No. No never makes it easier for you. No, I think that's scarier. Interesting. Yeah. Because but, you've, you've come across it now and you know that that can happen at any point in time. Yeah. 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 You don't...
1: You don't... Uh, it's hard to sort of trust. I mean, I, I think... I think for me, the, the process was one of a disbeliever buying in. Just going, all right, sure. this one time. This is strong enough that I will, I'm, I'm putting aside all my reservations. Right. And then when that doesn't work, it's, it took me a long time and a few relationships of, of, about which I I feel semi bad because I wasn't right. You know, it took a long time to be willing to believe again,
0: but, um, like a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair because I think you're talking about like you're buying into like the uh, <laughs> love marriage like all those things yeah. like those were things that I thought like when I was younger like well I don't know if that's necessarily something that I totally buy into right. but then you find yourself like oh shit I guess I'm buying into this and then when that goes away you're like do I buy into this ever again right yeah yeah absolutely
1: you um, you know you're you're, uh, you're you're Charlie Brown and Lucy's like just uh-huh. fucking kick it yeah you'll be fine just I won't I won't Lucy. do it and the football gets you know Gets pulled. But the difference being that this is the one time he decided
0: to kick. Right. Rather than every, every goddamn time. time. That's on Charlie Brown. Yeah. This is... Yeah. You were okay yeah. to trust Lucy in that one instance. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, and there's no... I don't have, like, a lot of... Ma- I don't have a lot... I don't have any ill will. I And in general, like, I'm friends with a lot of my exes because I, mm-hmm. I, I... I don't really understand that kind of slash and burn, mm-hmm. like, fuck you, because... I liked you for a reason, yeah, and i I want you to do well, and if possible, I want to know you and if,
0: if yeah. not then I feel Im- I feel implicitly the same way like i I don't kind of trust when I meet somebody who's not even like friendly with they want to be like that's weird, nice. yeah, I agree because exactly. I think like this is somebody for whatever period of time, three months. Four years that like was the number one person in your life. Yeah. Whether or not you like blind daddy, like they're yeah. my best friend. Yeah. I kind of do because that's who you spend all your time with. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you want to call it, but like if you're just like able to throw away like a best friend. Yeah. Maybe grow apart and yeah. you're unless like they did something super fucked up. Yeah. At least be like friendly. Well, that's yeah. It's it's weird that you. Uh, I'm I'm sort of um.
1: <clears throat> my ex. Um, was someone who would seemingly turn over her friends like mm-hmm. every like seven years. Sure. Like generating new taste buds. Yeah. yeah. Or shedding the skin. Yeah. And I, you know, I could, I could armchair, um, uh, psychoanalyze her, um, why. And I, but I'm the exact opposite. Like right. I'm, I have an email, the text chain still going. I bet there's like a bunch of new texts there are with, um, oh Every day, all day, with guys I've known since high school, second grade, since we were three, since we were four, uh, since we were seven. So
0: that's that's a long
1: yeah. Like I, I, friendship. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm I'm still friends with like people from camp, right? Right. Let alone school. Like I'm friends with tons of people from school and college. I. I put them in my show I'm, I'm mm. friends with all of them and I know a lot of people who are just like oh fuck that I don't right. and there's something about that that I that I inherently kind of don't trust and one could criticize me and probably say well are they necessary anymore like, like friendships have sometimes they have shelf lives. sure and, but necessary um, is like a very bleak way of looking at something I get I, but are they are they um, fulfilling yeah, yeah. Like, do you need to put your energy in into right. that? And I'm sure there's some some pathology in me that does that, but I think there's also some pathology in someone who turns over their friends, yeah. friend group, all the time. Or like we we are friends with people um, who uh, I have watched uh, her systematically cut people out of her lives. A right. different person, um, and now and. Uh, and it it finally came our turn right. when we had our kid. Right, um, she couldn't be friends with us because we had a
0: child, because she was sad because she couldn't. Huh. That's interesting. Even though she was already in the same position. Yeah. And that's interesting the mirroring.
1: And and she and this this person who I I I'm, I'm mourning the the loss of the the friendship. Um. Uh. She she picked when when i got divorced she picked me over my ex even right. though she was my ex friend first right and then and i should have and I, as i watched people get crossed off the invite list mm-hmm. i should have at one point gone wait are we am i on this could we ever be on be that at some point yeah and then we that's were bizarre yeah and and that, so that's taking that idea of um of cutting relationships out of your life, I think to an extreme right. that I think is bad. And I think I'm on the other, I'm on the opposite.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. like we talk about like, are you still, is it worth the time putting into these old friendships? Like it must be, like if you're have your, it seems yeah. like, it feels like, are you an only child or do you have- No, sisters so yeah. That's interesting. Cause I have like a same feeling, like I have a lot of very old friends. Yeah. A few from high school, a couple yeah. from grade school, but most of them, like all my college friends are just the same. Right. They're the same for like the last 17 yeah. years. Um, and because I feel like I am there's only one of me. Yeah. Like I feel like that is like a, you're, you're that's an a family to me when I was a kid. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like a family is your to family. Me.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know where it comes from, the loyalty. I think but I do have a small family. Like I didn't have very many aunts and uncles or right. cousins. I have like one cousin that I know pretty well really well and one I met a couple times. Oh, like
0: you seem very close. And my grandparents
1: were like like Really old, and, and two of them were dead huh. before I was really aware of them too much. And See, I'm
0: a total inverse. Like I have no siblings, but I have like 30 huge fam, first yeah. cousins. Oh so yeah! I'm oh Nicholas. my god! My mom was one of nine. So it's yeah, like just my enormous. parents both had one
1: sibling, yeah. both of them were dead now. And so, so maybe that maybe I was doing the same thing, trying right. to trying to create a a separate family. But um I yeah, I I I, I, I value loyalty. Mm-hmm. I think it's. um I think it's definitely a good thing. And yeah. I and I, I, um, I certainly do think that there's room to let friendships die, and, and that's okay. Yeah, because we're all evolving and growing.
0: Yes. Nothing is, like, set in stone.
1: But I, but I don't trust those people, like, like famous people, who don't know anyone from their path, you know? It seems a little weird, right? It seems fucking weird. You should know somebody. Yeah. Like, these guys know, you know, know I make TV and have... Uh, what whatever go to go to award shows and whatever mm-hmm. they couldn't give a fuck like that's n- nice isn't it yeah that's kind of cool yeah they don't, they don't give a shit
0: yeah I <laughs> recently I went to a, uh, a a wedding with like all these kids that I did a semester abroad with yeah. and one of my buddies who was a roommate on this program is uh, he's a cardiovascular surgeon mm-hmm. and he was like a Doogie hauser. like he when he finished all of his schooling he was like the youngest cardiovascular surgeon in the country he's not wow. anymore because he's you know he's older now. But I remember when he came out here and he visited me and I was working on community at the time and he I showed him around a lot and I brought him up in his room yeah. and like I was parading him around like I was like a seven year old man and then he was like my 25 year old yeah. trophy wife. I was like, look, I have a friend who's a doctor. Yeah, yeah, he does yeah. a real thing. Yeah. He's uh, not bullshit yeah. like us. Yeah, this is a dumb yeah. Job. yeah, And then like he says, oh, I do the same thing like for you because like I'm all in medicine and right. like I have a friend who's a writer.
1: Yeah, there's something there's something um, glamorous about it. Yeah." two people like every doctor I have these are, doc- these are LA fucking doctors Beverly Hills doctors mm-hmm. they all don't give me very good treatment because they just want to talk about TV sure, sure. <laughs> <And I'm laughs> that's what, like, what you want can you, can you just feel my balls yeah, please yeah you're right yeah. I know I'm getting I know your I'm finger out my butt neck, right now would just,
0: that would make me feel loved <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You're in a, but I'm an ophthalmologist. Still feel my ball Come please. on, please. Just do me a, do me just a solid. Do it. Yeah. Uh, I, getting back to just because I'm l- like things that are cyclical. Uh, do you feel like you would, having gone through this, you two tattoos? Do you think you'd ever commemorate something ever again? Um,
1: maybe some, maybe 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 something, someone I love. Hmm. Um, maybe my daughter, maybe my dog. Um, those are all good things yeah I think um, but but uh, not really they feel a little it just as I said feels a little garish and dumb but I I, I like them I don't really get a th- I they're had very a, cool I used to get a thrill out of them I like them um, but you know but I'm also I'm not I'm 44 mm-hmm. I think at a certain point it's like come on stop yeah um, I remember reading about a writer who had um, handcuffs tattooed. Oh wow. And it was to remind him while he's typing, never let like the studio, like the system, like chain you to your, like tell you what to write. I know. That's yeah. the worst. Is that the ever, worst? And I don't
0: even—I don't want to know what writer is because I'll instantly not like that movie. Yeah, I don't—I actually don't remember who it is. <laughs> it's not
1: Nikki Pelizzano, although it sounds like you Uh huh. That's cool. <laughs> it's
0: not Nikki pizza. Well, as long as you don't do that, I think you're in good shape. I think I'll be. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, thanks so much, man. Absolutely. Really appreciate you talking yeah, to Thanks, bud. Great. Only you, only you, only you. I told you he had a, a lovely dark voice, I doesn't he? Um, All right. well thank you so much for listening thank you uh, to Stephen Falk for coming out and chatting with us that was fantastic Um, as I said you really gotta get excited and be very pumped for the new season of You're the Worst Uh, I am so please watch that also you know he's got a little web series that uh, sometimes comes around called Film Pigs he sometimes hosts uh, uh, um, the storytelling show uh, Public School he's doing all sorts of interesting things but if you want to check out and follow him more more closely you can find him on Twitter at Stephen Falk So there you go. Thanks so much, Stephen, for coming on. Um, Who else do I have to thank? Oh, I have to thank Julia Pott for doing the art. Hayden Fongheiser for doing everything behind the scenes that I'm not good at. And the Kingdom Flying Club for doing our music. Um, What else do I have for you? Oh, you want to know what's going on with us? Of course you do. Why not? You can follow us us, on Twitter at terribly underscore funny. Uh, If you want to send us a line, drop us an email. Say, hey, love the show. I think you're super handsome. Please, please tell me that. I need that kind of validation in my life. But our email is terriblyfunnypodcast at gmail. Um, And I think that might be it. Oh, yo, if you want to go to our iTunes page, uh, give us a review. Give us a rating. That's nice. Uh, Yeah, I'm running out of steam. Okay, so I think that's it. But thank you so much for listening. Really, it means a lot to me. You're all all just very attractive.